Hi and welcome. So today I have a special guest coming onto my podcast, Lindsay from LMT Fitness. I'll add her contact details in the show notes, so do go and give her a follow. So today we are chatting about body image and also about creating habits and dealing with the weekends. So have a little listen and if you have any questions or would like to know anything else about coaching with either myself or Lindsay, do drop us a message. Enjoy. Hi, I've got Lindsay on the podcast today and Lindsay's an online coach as well. So she's going to tell you a little bit about herself. Go ahead, Lindsay. Hello, thank you for having me, Suki. It's, it's so nice to talk to you again. We've done a podcast before and it was lovely. Um, yes, so I am Lindsay. I am an online coach, same as Suki, and my business is called LMT Fitness. And I help people predominantly struggling to find balance with fitness, nutrition, lifestyle. I help them to take all the aspects and roll it into a nice ball. That is ultimately what I I aim to do and what I like to help people with. You do an amazing job as well. Thank you very much. Um, As you can hear, I am Scottish with my, uh, I always think I sound like Mel Gibson on podcasts, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I live in Germany. um, So I am learning German as well. So there's a little bit of uh, about me. How's that going then? Learning Uh, German? uh, Slowly. (laughs) Yeah, I was always rubbish at learning languages. I tried to teach myself Spanish once, like, you know, with those audio type learning resources didn't get very far and my daughter at the minute at the minute she's only eight but she's doing um Spanish on Duolingo oh yeah yeah and she's gonna be better than me <laughs> yeah she's on, it, she's on it every single day like she uh-huh. does her Spanish lessons every single day on it it's quite a good app yeah I, I definitely think it's the way to go start learning when you're young um because trying to learn as an adult it's it, yeah it's, it's difficult yeah and you have the fear as well. So I have the fear of using the language because I think, oh, what if I get this wrong or say something wrong? So, yeah, top tip, learn when you're young. It's like driving. I know some people, I mean, I'm 41 now, but I know some people that don't drive now and they would never go for driving lessons now. They just, they've got that fear. Whereas, you yeah. know, when you're 17, you're like, yes, I want to, I want, you know, I want to drive and you get your, your driving lessons booked up straight away, don't you? Whereas, yeah. yeah, the older you get, like, I'm petrified of going on, like, like rides like at, at Alton Towers or Thorpe Park now as well. Whereas when I was younger, nothing scared me. Yeah, I think that's the way, though. That's also so on topic why you should get into fitness when you're young. Because yes. if it's always been in your life, then you just continue it. And I yeah. suppose it's the same as languages, learning to drive, skiing, yeah. rides, whatever it is. <laughs> So today we were going to talk about some of the things that have come up on our check-ins recently and we're going to kick off with talking about body image and why sometimes people really struggle with it and I, I just thought I'd maybe kick off by just sort of talking about what body image is and it's not just how you look it's not just aesthetics like what size you are it's more about how you feel about yourself and how you talk talk to yourself like the language you use so you know I often hear people say oh I'm fat or you know really talk negatively about themselves 
Whereas like fat isn't a feeling, it's just something that you have. So you may have excess fat stored, but you don't feel fat. It's just something that you have. And sometimes, yeah, it's quite easy to talk down at yourself. Mm. And I like to remind my clients that, you know, would you talk to a friend like that? And most often, you know, they would all say no, but it's quite easy for us to talk that way about ourselves and in a really negative way. So one of the things I discussed over check-ins last week was one of my clients um, decided to buy an outfit that was actually a size bigger and it actually made her feel better because sometimes when you try and like fit into clothes that say you, you you know you've got that little black dress from 10 years ago sitting in your wardrobe and you sort of always saying to yourself right when I lose weight or when I you know have um lost x amount of weight and I can get into that dress then I'll feel happy but the thing is you won't ever feel happy even when you say get down to your goal weight if you don't feel happy in your body now and a really good way to feel good right now is to wear clothes that actually make you feel great now like there's there's no reason why you can't feel good in the clothes that you wear even if you're not at your you know oh sorry that's my phone going off um even if you're not where you want to be like as in terms of how you look uh, body body shape wise but you can still feel amazing and sometimes if you just buy something in a bigger size and you feel more com- comfortable you find yourself not body checking all the time you know looking in the mirror and focusing on those areas that you don't like or you know sort of sitting there covering up like parts of your body that you don't like whereas if you're feeling comfortable in the clothes that you wear then you're not always thinking about your body it's not always like oh you know on your on your thoughts or like on your mind the whole time so that's something that we've been talking about recently and what do you think yeah no you're, you're definitely right because I think we've all had you know bits of clothing whether it's jeans or a dress or whatever where you know you just don't feel comfortable in it and that could be because maybe it's a bit tight around the waist or you know maybe you think there's a bit you know hanging out the side or whatever it is and I think if you don't feel comfortable in something then you don't look comfortable in something as well like you don't feel confident and that comes across so 100% rather than you know thinking bad about your body and what can you do to make your body fit in that dress just get just get the bigger dress because you you're going to feel a lot more comfortable and I think it's I mean I I'm you know it's it's not our place to tell people you should lose weight you shouldn't lose weight but I don't think there's anybody anything wrong with someone having a goal of wanting to lose a bit of body fat if that's going to help them to feel more comfortable or for health reasons um, but constantly, like you say, talking down and talking bad about your body is not going to help you to reach your goals. So it's, it's sort of practicing acceptance to, to an extent as well. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, I'm, in, I'm 36, nearly 37. Um, and like that, especially as women, we go through so many changes in, in life and, you know, body shapes change and 
lifestyles change and everything like that like we don't have the same shapes and sized bodies that we did when we were teenagers nobody does no. um, and I think if you're sort of holding on to that that physique that you had all those years ago you know you are going to be unhappy so it's learning to appreciate your body for what it's done for you you know maybe you've had had kids you know maybe you've had an illness maybe there's so many other reasons and it's accepting your body and and loving your body for what it's been able to do for you and, and yeah. accepting that now as well yeah definitely I mean I've had three children I cannot expect my body to look like it did when I was in my 20s it's just it's just not ever going to be possible you know I've still got loose skin around my tummy area I've got stretch marks none of that stuff's going to go away and I don't have to love those parts, but then I can look at other body parts and think, oh, okay, I like that body part. So sometimes it's about focusing less on the things that you don't like and focusing more on what you do like. And yeah, like you said, appreciating your body for what it can do, like, especially if you've, if you've had children, you've grown humans. And yeah. that's like a pretty amazing thing to do. So your body's gone through a hell of a lot to help you, you know, that's the word I'm looking for, like grow children. And, you know, yeah. it, it, it takes its toll on your body. So you can't expect it to still look like it did before before kids. Absolutely. And I think, I mean, even like the likes of myself. So I've always had quite a good relationship with my body. You know, it's always, I've never really spoke badly of my body or anything like that. Yes, you know, like, most people there's things I would change um not not change maybe change is the wrong word but you know do differently that, perhaps yeah um but even as I get older as well you know there's things I notice that you think oh that wasn't there that wasn't there before <laughs> <laughs> but again it's just it's it's just part of it and it's yeah I think acceptance is which is the easier said than done yeah definitely it's a, it's a big one and yeah just do what you can to make yourself comfortable because even I mean I've been sort of resistance training now consistently for about 10 years so I've put on quite a bit of muscle in that 10 years so even though my actual dress size probably hasn't changed too much in terms of like you know around my waist or anything like that but now if I try to put on a, you know, a tight dress or a tight jacket that I used to wear before, I would not get it over my shoulders. Yeah. So it just wouldn't fit. And I would look, you know, I would look like I was bursting out of it. So you just buy the bigger size because it's, it's more comfortable and you look more comfortable when you wear it. Yeah, definitely. It's like my, my I've, got, I've definitely got a broader back now because I, I did go for a phase where I just absolutely love training back. And yeah, now sometimes like I'll put something on and it's sort of really tight on my top, top half. And mm -hmm. it's not because my boobs have grown because I've never had any. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just your body composition changes, yeah. you know, especially with, yeah, when you do, when you are resistance training. So, and also like sizes vary from shop to shop anyway. Like we all yeah. know that, you know, there's that, I've seen it on Instagram a ton of times now, but you know, there's that um, uh, picture with all the different sizes of, well, the same size jeans, but from all the different uh, different shops. So I think it was like a pair of t size 10 jeans from like Topshop, the Selfridge and like Next. 
and they all varied in size yet they were the same size on the you know on the actual label so yeah. it's just like it you just can't go by labels because none of them are accurate they're what are they based on? Just I, you know, sometimes I think you know they, they kind of just pick pick the measurements of what they're gonna say, you know, make a gene in and like don't really compare it to real life and like what the majority of say, you know, women like the size that they are. So the average is probably a size 16 these days, is it? I think. Yeah. Um, I think I've read that somewhere yeah. um a while ago. So if the average is a size 16 then you know obviously people's body shapes have changed over time and you know like size 10 is actually if that's not even close to the average then it's just it just seems a bit strange people just really want to sort of get down to that size yeah. when you know it it's less common to be that size yeah I think as well maybe it's something to think about if if it is something that you struggle with, um, you know, just keep an eye on how much social media you're consuming, you know, the type of images that you're looking at, because especially around this time of year where it's sort of holiday season and there's all the, you know, the bikini clad fitness models wanting to sell you bikinis, coming or, out. Yeah, fad diets and all this stuff, like, you know, genetics plays a huge part in what your body shape and your body type and you know all of these things yeah there's things you can do absolutely but no two bodies are exactly the same and no two bodies can ever look exactly the same so if you find that comparison is is adding to you viewing yourself in a negative way or your body in a negative way then really think about the type of media that you're consuming definitely and a lot of the time what people just put on say instagram you know social media in general is their sort of highlight reel it's not like every day so they might have you might see a picture of them all glammed up but that's not how they look on a day-to-day basis like normally it's sort of hair back or you know jogging bottoms and like, on instagram they're all in there matching gym shark like vest and, and leggings yeah. and like posing it's just it's not reality and like sometimes yeah you can like we were talking about scrolling through social media before we started this podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you can you can like mindlessly sit there and yeah. scroll and before you know it you've just wasted two hours and you haven't actually achieved anything apart from starting to feel a bit crap about yourself because you don't look like all those images that you've just seen which are fake anyway and filtered yeah that's it it's I know I think it's just being mindful being mindful is probably the the top tip for that one yeah what you're looking at and what you consume and if some if accounts make you feel like crap then unfollow because you don't you're letting that in to your life you don't need to start feeling negative about yourself by you know viewing other people's social media and if they do make you feel negative yeah definitely unfollow because you can control what you see and what you know what you take in yeah absolutely so another thing you you said that some of your clients are struggling with habits do you want to keep yes so a, a sort of trend that I see quite often actually I thought this so this is a sort of um 
umbrella question if you like this has come up a few times and for a lot of clients that work Monday to Friday and maybe have kids or or even have days off during the week whenever your you know your weekend is but the weekend is sort of associated as being right chill time time to relax which is great but they then associate that with having a seat on the sofa drinking a wine which then turns into a bottle of wine which then turns into a bottle of wine plus snacks doing very little movement you know too many takeaways at the weekend and then before they know it it's Monday again and they're really trying hard sort of Monday to Friday with exercise and nutrition in terms of fueling themselves properly you know getting all their vitamins and minerals and you know hitting their macro targets or whatever it is but then the weekend just sort of um, you know is yeah. instead of relaxing and it's the habits attached to relaxing what what seems to be the problem yeah it's that all or nothing mentality isn't it like really good Monday through to Friday the Friday night hits and then it's like right let the hair down because I've worked so hard during the week now I deserve to have all those foods that I, I wasn't allowed to eat during the week over the weekend yeah no, absolutely. And I think it's, it, it, you know, it sounds easy, but it can be it can be a really tough one to break because especially if you've done this for quite a long time and don't get me wrong, sitting on the sofa, watching your favourite TV show with a glass of wine is enjoyable. So yeah. it's something that, I mean, I enjoy it as well, but I think it's maybe just identifying if like that, if you can have a glass or two glasses and then you can say, right, that's enough. Um, or if that sort of then turns into right I have the bottle and then that turns into right I'm looking for snacks now and then the next day you feel pretty crap so you go for a McDonald's and then you have a takeaway at night and before you know it it's Sunday and then you know the, it's just sort of repeating itself again yeah. um, so I think something I always try and say or you know try and get my clients to think about anyway is is there other things that you can do that that you enjoy so for example if you've got you know a family can you can you organize like a full sort of activity day for the whole family is there um i mean one one thing that i do always say to them if there is something in particular so say that's um like you know a coffee and a cake on a saturday with your friend or your friday night pizza night or your sunday roast sunday night dinner if there's one thing in particular that you really, really look forward to, keep it. Yeah. Like make sure that you're doing that. Make sure that that's, that stays because that's important. And that is all about, that is part of a balanced lifestyle as well. But it's just something to be mindful of if it's, you know, at sort of every meal or every night at the weekends. Because if you do particularly have a fat loss goal, habits like that around the weekends are really going to impact the progress that you're making so everybody has a maybe you know a weekend or whatever where they do have a bit of a blowout and that's fine but if it's consistently every weekend it, it really is going to impact your, your progress and you kind of have to accept your decisions as well so if you are say drinking and getting takeaways friday and saturday night and then vegging out all day Sunday because you're hungover and then obviously making poorer food choices then you've got to accept that you might not see the progress that you would like to see because it is about you know you do have to put the effort in to see any form of results as well so like 
that what's that saying um that you your body is your body is the most accurate food diary yeah and it is because if you are overweight that that is down to the actions uh, or lack of actions that you've taken over however however long a period it's been so you know when you do see somebody who perhaps uh, in my gym it's a bodybuilder's gym and you know you've got some really like sort of they've got fantastic physiques you know they they go they they um take part in shows and compete and you know that you know their body looks a certain way because of the time that they've dedicated to looking that way but I'm not saying that everybody should want to look that way and you know, you know I don't want to look that way either I'm, I'd rather sit at a happy sort of medium but it is about like making choices that are aligned with your values so if something is important to you like you said like your say Sunday lunches with your family or like cake and coffee with a friend on the Saturday afternoon um oh dear is saying um I'm going to run out of time soon uh, I put the thing the podcast is gonna stop soon might have to do it in two parts um <laughs> I've lost my train of thought now what was I saying um just yes yeah, so yeah. just sorry on you go Okay, so yes, um, so basically say like, you know, if you do keep going over on calories over the weekend, then you won't see the type of progress that you would like to see. So sometimes it is about making some sacrifices. You don't have to say no to everything, but then you, equally you don't have to say yes to everything either. So if you do want to still enjoy a glass of wine over the weekend, then, um, and you might just have to say to yourself, okay, I will have, uh, I'll have a drink either on Friday or Saturday night, but I'll only have a drink one night rather than the whole weekend, because that will be more aligned with my, with what I want to work towards, like a particular goal or, you know, um, if you've if got a particular aesthetic goal. Yeah, no, it's absolutely. And I, I think as well, it's what, what a good thing that I think can be is if you so identifying sort of where these habits come from so do you associate you know as sitting on the sofa then associated with having the wine or having the takeaway or anything like that and if so is there something else that you can do at the weekend so plan things in ahead plan things in advance plan things ahead um and also if you're saving money on things like you know takeaways and bottles of wine or whatever it is is there something else you can spend that money on do something yeah. nice for yourself you know can you go for a manicure or a massage or whatever it is something just something nice for yourself yeah definitely um yeah so it's I think like that's one of the main things that sort of comes up around weekends as well another thing that I was going to touch on was um, at weekends so a lot of my clients again find themselves you know phoning for takeaways and all of that sort of stuff so I think it can be also identifying why like why this happens so again is this a habit so do you find do you associate the relaxing with not having to cook so is there other ways that you can you know make meals at the weekends without having to cook like most of the supermarkets now do like cooked um, like cooked chickens and like yeah, veg, salad, all this sort of stuff. 
and the ready meals now like a lot of the ready meals are, are pretty good yeah I mean convenience doesn't mean that it's going to not be nutritious there's so much good stuff out there now yeah. um but also back to your like weekends like if you always tell yourself oh weekends always let me down um I always go over the weekend you kind of like giving yourself permission to go over the week over um, like, you know over consume at, at the weekends because you've told yourself that you can't control yourself over the weekend so it becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy so if you say you can't do it or you can if you tell yourself you can do it either way you're right but it's just sometimes that, like yeah I, I've had clients who always you know will sometimes say yeah weekends I, I just can't I can't I can't re remain within calories or you know I just lack control over the weekends but they do have control because sometimes they'll have a weekend where they're like oh my gosh I didn't drink all weekend or I didn't I over overeat on pizza on Friday night and it's just that proving to yourself that you can do it it's just sometimes we convince ourselves that we can't do things even though we can yeah I think like that if it's if you do feel like that sort of finding out exactly when that starts so is that the friday straight after work or is it maybe the saturday morning like pinpointing exactly when that starts and getting in first and doing something else instead there so if on a friday night you're you know this starts with you leaving work going straight to the supermarket to pick up a bottle of wine or you know you phone your pizza on the way home from work or whatever it is like do something else instead. So rather than doing that, you know, rather than doing that routine, plan something, right? You're going to go to the park and you're going to go yeah. for a walk. You know, it's it's lighter nights now. So you're going to go straight from work and you're going to go to the park and you're going to walk and meet a couple of friends or plan an after work activity. Do something that's going to break that cycle, that routine, like straight away as soon as it happens. So yeah. that it sort of then knocks the rest of the weekend to sync with, or the rest of the weekend with, this this sort of it started different so it's going to continue different and that yeah. can be a good one for yeah for changing habits I suppose yeah and if you do know that you tend to let things slide over the weekends put some structure in place and you know maybe get up at the same time make sure that you get a workout done because you've got more free time like sometimes when you've got when you know when you've got bank holiday weekend or just a weekend coming up you've got all this extra time and you kind of sometimes like waste it a little bit like you end up staying in bed a bit too long and then you move your breakfast to brunch or lunch and everything just gets a bit muddled up so you kind of like like a limbo land you know when you're at the airport at like six o'clock in the morning you never know really like whether you should, <laughs> should have a glass of wine at the airport because it's only six o'clock yeah <laughs> um, that, so yeah you're just in limbo a little bit um so yeah just putting some structure in place and um and trying to just add as much movement as you can because I know like you want to relax over the weekends but you can still relax by going out for a nice walk and then yeah. maybe even stop off at a pub on the way back and you know sit in the sunshine like you, you can still relax you don't have to just veg out on the sofa with your feet up with a chocolate bar that you know there are other other ways to relax and yeah like staying active like not only will you get that vitamin d being out in the fresh air but you just feel better about yourself you'll feel good and then that will lead to just making better decisions elsewhere like throughout the day maybe or for the rest of the weekend 
Yeah, this was actually something that came up when so when it was the first lockdown. Um, so I've always I've always been like pretty active anyway, but I've never really just walked around like my local area. Um, and it was amazing to see what I found and all the sort of nature walks and park walks and everything just when I started to walk around like where I lived. Um, and I know probably a lot of people will have done this um, like in lockdown as well, but there's still always new places to find. There's always yeah. new places to explore. So even something that I find quite useful as well is see, even just going on TripAdvisor for like your local area and yeah. like put nature walks or something like that and just see what comes up because it's all these hidden gems that you don't you don't know around about you and these can be really good things you know get excited about it get the kids excited about it you're going on an adventure yeah um, definitely I, I love doing that sort of stuff and it can help to sort of spur you on a bit rather than just oh I'm going to walk around the block again yeah yeah definitely and yeah you just have that like you just feel a bit a bit more motivated as well like especially when you've discovered something something new and you're sort of like excited about it and kind of just yeah it just it just makes you feel feel good yeah no absolutely so I think we've got about a minute and a bit left on this podcast <laughs> we, I can't believe we've done 40 minutes already I know and I didn't realize it was going funny. to stop at 40 minutes oh I think uh, um, Zoom have put the the 40 minute cap back on now yeah I'm sure we didn't have it last time we we did the podcast but, but yeah but anyway uh we'll have to do another one seeing as this one's going to be cut short yes. and i just want to say thank you for coming on today thank you for having me it's been lovely once again it's always nice to have a chat it's like we're just sitting here catching up <laughs> yeah yeah and then just recording it at the same time yep. <laughs> so i hope everyone's enjoyed this podcast if you have any questions shoot us a message i'll add Lindsay's contact details in the show notes and yeah, we'll do another one soon. Yep. Thank you. Bye. Bye.